Satnam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I are appreciative of your vital role on this planet in an ever-growing global community. For it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. As we <clears throat> work in Kundalini Yoga, our goal is to stimulate the Kundalini, which is a, <clears throat> a nerve plexus. A nerve plexus is a, is a bundle or ganglia, as it's called, a gang of nerves that sort of engulfs the pelvis. This that you see, these wings, these big elephant ears, <coughs> the pelvis. And the pelvis has these openings in it, these holes in it, through which the nerve ganglia dives down through and enters the central spinal channel here in the, in the sacral area. And it just, it, to me, it looks like a, a modern version of Ganesha. These are, to me, these are the two eyes here. And these are Ganesha's hands, which are the kundalini nerves, the parasympathetic and sympathetic correlation that causes the stimulation for then the kundalini to rise. And so it is a real physiology. Kundalini is a real physiology. When we stimulate any plexus, any nerve plexus, it causes the signals to accelerate. And when the signals of this plexus accelerate, they accelerate from the very core of our physical being. They accelerate from the root chakra coordinated with the sacral chakra. Picked up by the navel chakra and stimulated up into the solar plexus, another plexus, which is activated in the diaphragm, the largest muscle group, as an inspiration and then sent up through the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye and the crown in order to then come back down in order to recycle, in order to continue the circle. And so it comes back down 
via that parasympathetic, real, vast array of the vagus nerve, which is, vagus is the root of the word also vagabond, which means a wanderer. And that vagus, that vagabond nerve, wanders down from the crown, down through all of the various endocrine glands and bodily organs to give it the message that originated right here. The message that originated here in the Kundalini plexus, that sacral, pelvic, autonomic plexus, which is, interestingly enough, like any plexus, if you massage it, you stimulate it. And the way that we sh massage this very internal plexus is through the asanas that make up a kriya. Through the postures and through the movements that make up a kriya. And that is why the majority of the vast majority of kriyas work from the boot from the base the root i always said boot because that's a combination of base and root uh, when you're delivering words quickly and so it delivers from that root up into the entire system because every chakra corresponds to either, either a major or a minor plexus, a major or a minor gathering of nerves. The chakra is the energy field, the spiraling energy field that encircles the area of the body that is the plexus. And that spiraling energy field creates an attraction to the cosmic prana. That plasmic pranic field that is everywhere and more concentrated where there is significant gravity. So when you're on the earth you have this significance of gravity, which has a frequency. On the Earth, it's called the Schumann Resonance because it was Dr. Schumann who in the 20th century, the middle of the 20th, mid part of the 20th century, discovered that, that the Earth actually had a frequency and all frequencies are sounds, but this obviously, this sound is, is so low that it's inaudible to the human ear. It's eight octaves below the auditory level of human hearing. And it resonates, it vibrates, its frequency is a C-sharp-sharp, sharp, which in Eastern music is the saw of the scale. sa re gama pa da ni sa which is the Eastern version of the Do Re Mi, Do Re Mi, Do Re Mi, Sa, da 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 da. 
La la ti do. Fa. Do re mi fa. What is it? Do re mi. Fa. La ti do. Do re mi fa ti la di. Wow. Do do re mi fa sol. Do re mi fa sol la si do. Do re do do re mi fa fa sol fa sol la ti do la si do ti do si s a s s do re mi fa sol la si do. Okay, perfect. Why get it? Thank you. We need more people to be able to teach a class. I'm very familiar with the sare gama sare gama. Uh, so, the Earth's resonance is vibrating at a certain frequency. It's um, 7.83 hertz, or cycles per second. And each one of our chakras is vibrating at a frequency. And those frequencies obviously correspond to colors. And those frequencies r are resonating and the resonance of a frequency is going to attract its equality. And its equality comes from the plasmic pranic field that brings in the non-living and the living frequencies. And as a matter of fact, if you really look at it, all frequencies are living. There's no such thing as the inorganic, so to speak. And so as that kundalini rises through that central channel, through the sasumna, stimulated from here <coughs> by your efforts and your openness, you end up creating this magnificent cycle, this magnificent cycling or circling, and in doing so, we end up with this musical instrument called the human physical body. And this human physical body has all, like a, like a, like a regular instrument, has all of these different, so to call, so we could call strings that make up chords. And so when you play a part of the heart with a part of the diaphragm, with a part of your pelvis, you get a musical chord. And that chord is playing with the same or not same as your silver chord, which is the resonance that comes down into your crown, through your third eye, through your throat center, and inserts into the thymus gland. The thymus gland is the endocrine gland that is the pace setter and the rhythm setter of your heart. And the connection between that and this incredible, as I showed you in the previous <laughs> slide, the kundalini plexus coordinating with the heart and solar plexus 
coordinating through the throat plexus into the third eye plexus and the crown plexus, all of which are attracting frequencies from that pranic plasmic field. And when this all starts to resonate in harmony like an orchestra being directed by your consciousness, that's when you become a receptor of the universal mind. And as a receptor of the universal mind, you are in harmony with the entire universe itself. And being in harmony with the entire universe, you are then in tune. All of these other red dots are just <sighs> deposits either to go into the sun or go into the fabric, which is this, what Einstein called the fabric of space-time. So the universe is made up of a concentration of the fabric of space-time. We are a soul body inserted into that component, same component, we are just stardust, right? Same component as the fabric of space-time and every other creature is under a mandatory assignment to vibrate with nature, except for the human. The human has the free will. You can either vibrate with nature or you can vibrate outside of the natural frequencies. And when you vibrate outside of the natural frequencies, you are d in discord. You are non-harmonic. <clears throat> and you are making yourself more and more and more and more individuated. More of the exclusive ego, less of the inclusive ego, and almost none, if any, of the universal ego. And once again, I will just say at this juncture, in this lecture, you do not reduce your ego. You expand the resonance of your ego so that it's not just in your individuating exclusive ego, but it's then grown into your co collective inclusive ego. And then you are moving with the universal ego. Once you become in tune to the universe, the universal ego and its assignment to you as an individual, you still have to maintain some individuality in order for you to be effective. You can't just go and be a blissed out, you know, blissed out yogi in the, in the Himalayas. What you have to do is you have to be able to maintain some of the exclusive ego in order to be that assigned teacher, master on the planet Earth so that you can be influential as an example to enable others to do the same, to evolve in the same 
capacity. Not to be like you, but to like you and be exactly like themselves. And that liking of you is the bhakti sense that when you like a master, that bhakti connection of that liking is what enables you to stimulate your own mastery, not to be like the master, but because you like the master, that bhakti allows you to become the master with your own flavor of that mastery. And all of this comes from that root assignment. Raise your awareness. Build your ratio of relationship so that it's not 100% on the human body, but it's 50% on the human body and 50% in the soul body. And in that way, you become this guided mechanism that is receiving your assignment of destiny and being able to implement it into humanity. That is the role of a kundalini yogi. A master of grist ashram, grist ashram, that householders or that normal life yoga. <coughs> hmm. Hmm. Very, very important. Very, very important that we allow ourselves to be just as ourselves. And in that way, we end up becoming the power that we were born to be. And in that power, we are very inclusive. In that awareness, we, we develop hope. And we share that hope because hope creates time. When you have hope, you feel like you have time. And so whenever I feel, whenever I come into a place where I feel like, well, I don't have enough time, I always realize, ah, I'm not delivering enough hope into my system. And hope comes from the middle portion of the heart muscle. The middle portion of the, the middle portion of the heart muscle group. And that hope creating time is an ecosystem in which humanity prospers. Get a sense, close your eyes, and get a sense. Where are you now? And where are you going to? As if it were a direction, which it isn't, but 
we're speaking in three-dimensional terms and so in three-dimensional terms it has a direction. In four-dimensional terms it has a sequence, it has a timing. Where is it that you are to arrive at in your awareness to produce that hope which creates that time which enables your human ecology to prosper and to be in tune with the universal. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.